I'm almost out of beer. I don't know what to do about that. I guess, I mean, it's going to be a 10 minute episode, so I probably should not get another beer since this one is 12%. Uh, no, you should. I actually, I read a bunch of studies and it says you get over COVID faster if you just get wasted every night. Howdy, it's Thursday, December 30th, 2021, and this is Due for a Win, the Atlantic City Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Nothing. Nothing's good. I have COVID, Kyle. What could yes. possibly be good? I'm canceling my Atlantic City trip. Has it been over five days since you tested positive? I think you probably no. don't technically, by the CDC, no. have COVID, even though you sound like crap. <laughs> it has not been five days because uh. I got a test and the lab lost my sample. When I was highly symptomatic, and so it kicked everything back another four days. I feel fine, I just sound terrible. Hmm. Uh, I'll explain every, that to everybody at the grocery store when I'm just hanging out. Like, no, 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 I'm basing my five days yeah. on, uh, like, the days before I actually tested positive. It's fine. Yes. It's fine. Ma- maskless at the grocery store. Yes, maskless. And at the casino. So when I'm at, like, right. it, you know, Empire City or whatever up here, and people are like, excuse me, sir, you sound... Like literal walking COVID. I'll just be like, no, no, no. Five days. New rules. Five days. Yeah. Don't ask when I actually got tested. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's what's going on in my house. Christmas was canceled. Christmas was canceled. All hopes for an Atlantic City trip that was supposed to happen. Probably not happening. Anyways, yeah. we'll talk more about that later. Well, my, my Christmas was great. Thank you for asking. Everything went well. So what's good, Kyle? <laughs> Since I have nothing good. Uh, I mean, not too much down here. My kid's school is closed until MLK Day, so that's good. It happens. For no discernible reason that I can figure out, but it's neither here nor there. Well, I guess we can talk about, uh, I don't know, what happened in 1864, unless you have yet more tales to regale us with. No, I don't. I mean, it's it's not. I I shouldn't complain because I'm mostly fine and my family's fine, so, you know, people have had it way worse, obviously. Uh, Like the people on this... (laughs) Seagull Union ship in 1864. Wow, what a segue. What a segue. According to the Encyclopedia of Civil War Shipwrecks, which truly amazing that we have not referenced this before in the history segment. I mean, we would if they were only a sponsor like usdeathanddestruction.com or whatever it was last, <laughs> last week. The Union ship Seagull came ashore on Brigantine Beach, which is not actually Atlantic City. It's fine. I'm going to go with that. It's Atlantic City. Let me tell you, many times I've tried and failed to get to Harris and ended up in Brigantine. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Without a crew and full of water, it was uh, had a cargo of oysters. So I don't know. That's all the information I have on it. I can link to (laughs) books.google.com with a segment that talks about the seagull. Apparently, there are a lot of Civil War shipwrecks, so much as to warrant an encyclopedia of Civil War shipwrecks. And we can all agree, drowning is worse than COVID. This got very dark, it's, very fast. So I know you've been excited all week, maybe maybe all 164 episodes to talk about what happened in 1964, Craig. Yeah, this is like the big culmination, I think, of the history, because it's such an important moment. It's something that always, still to this day, whatever, 57 years later, gets talked about as like a seminal moment in Atlantic City history. The Democratic National Convention of 1964 was held in Atlantic City. It was meant to showcase Atlantic City as a tourist destination. Obviously, you know, everybody knew that Atlantic City was in decline at that point, but they were like, this is going to put us back on the map. It's going to be great. And instead, it was just a big showcase of how much the city had declined. All of the politicians and media people who came were expecting things like air conditioning, televisions, working phone systems. They did not get those things really in the hotels in Atlantic City. And to add insult to injury, there was just price gouging like crazy because all the hoteliers in Atlantic City were like, we're never going to see any of these people again. Let's just charge some crazy rates during the Democratic National Convention. So that's what happened. And naturally, you know, when you piss off a bunch of media types, they're going to and politicians, and, two people who are not known to hold a grudge at all. Not known to hold a grudge and not known to stand up in front of a camera or, give, right. or, or you know, go write stories in newspapers that are read far and wide well beyond Atlantic City. So Atlantic City basically became a national joke out of the whole thing. There's a 
part in Boardwalk Empire that talks about this, the book Boardwalk Empire, where the author Nelson Johnson wrote that after the convention, major magazines and newspapers ridiculed Atlantic City whenever the chance presented itself, whether it was a snafu at the Miss America pageant, a weekend visitor who had been ripped off at a boardwalk auction, or a disgruntled elk, moose, tall cedar, or business person in town for a convention. It found its way onto the wire services. Uh, he goes on to talk about how, you know, they would always include a little history of like how terrible Atlantic City is and, and talk about, you know, how embarrassing the convention was. So this really gets credited with 10 years later pushing to, you know, how to save Atlantic City being the gambling thing and, and that getting added to the ballot. So this is the start of really, I think in most people's mind, the impetus for, for allowing gambling in Atlantic City. So it's a big, big moment. It's certainly what people talk about as sort of the, the main peak of downtrodden Atlantic City. So we are at that point. What are your thoughts on the Democratic National Convention? <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson? Any Lyndon thoughts on Lyndon B. B. Johnson? Johnson, yes. Who was so unpopular he could not even run, or he dropped out of the race in 68 for the primary yeah. <laughs> as the sitting president. So yeah, I think everything went well. So the, I'll link to a Philadelphia Inquirer article about it, and and it makes kind of an interesting point that it really hurt Atlantic City that the convention itself was really boring. Like, there was no drama in the Democratic National Convention. There was some possibility that Robert F. Kennedy would make a push, and that just sort of faded away and didn't happen. And so there was nothing else to talk about except for complaining about Atlantic City. Uh, so I thought that was kind of kind of interesting and didn't get covered a whole lot. Um, or, like, not something that everybody really talks about. Obviously, a big one, 1964, and, and something that still gets talked about a lot now as, like, a, a huge moment in Atlantic City history. Yeah. August. Of 2000, of 1964. <laughs> 2064. 2064. We will hopefully be in Atlantic City as a uh, 81 year old, I guess. Yeah, it'll be like, you know, episode who knows. <laughs> 166. Oh. I'll, I'll be 81. You'll only be a spry and nimble 80. Yeah, so. unless it's after October. Oh, you said August. Oh, that's true. Yes. I'll, yeah, you're right. I'll only be 80. <laughs> I'll still be playing like. Slow playing, single yeah. hand, dollar twenty five a spin. You'll still be complaining Jackson that the Wild Wild West took away Dan Lumberjack Beavers or something. Yeah, I'll be complaining that the Wild Wild West took away animatronics, which I never actually saw except for the one prospector. We look back in the day; they had animatronics here, and I was never you there. Never missed but out. I saw pictures. Yeah, and by missed out, I mean you didn't miss out. If oh, you've ever man. been to Chuck E. Cheese, you pretty much know how it was terrifying but I at mean, the same they time awesome they didn't have like a show like a chuck e cheese but oh, it sounds so good i really i I've, i'm sad that i'm every oh. day i'm sad that i missed out on that when when are you gonna go back to atlantic city to i still have a reservation at hard rock uh january 7th to the 9th and i didn't think that hard rock would let you see the rates anymore once you booked but i ended up actually going on and trying to check the rates again and i was able to get friday comped which i wasn't before Ooh. so i even have a friday comp and i'm only paying for saturday that's pretty good and much like caesar's i called up because the saturday had gone up even though friday had gone comped and i was like can you just add friday comped without changing the saturday and they did so this all sounds great except that my family will now be celebrating christmas in maryland on january 8th instead of me celebrating my anniversary in Atlantic City on January 8th. So I don't know when I'm going back to Atlantic City, except it's <sighs> disappointing. I know, it's, it is terrible. I'm like putting my kids first here, which I feel like is commendable, but at the same time... Let me tell you, if everyone in your family does not already have COVID, which I don't know their status, I don't know if you know this, but Maryland and D.C. are literally the COVID epicenter of the world, so... I would write write your plans in Maryland on the 8th in pencil. Yeah, so that's part of why I haven't canceled the plans yet. Because mm -hmm. a lot of things can go wrong. I did check later in January, like the 22nd weekend, the 29th weekend. Mm -hmm. I also have Friday comped at Hard Rock, which is weird because when you look at the calendar, it does not say comped. But then when you actually go to book it, it says comped. So we have that as a fallback. But uh, yeah, I'm not canceling the hotel just yet. So I was very excited about that trip, but I'm also excited about having a Christmas morning and not having to wait another year for Christmas. I want gifts too. <laughs> I'm like a child, basically. That is true. I have met you. I can confirm. Yeah. 
You get any good Atlantic City related stuff for Christmas? Oh, I got a new watch. I'll show it to you next time. I oh, see nice. You. But, yeah, yeah, we don't. That's we don't need to bore the listeners with watch talk. It's not why they're here. They're here for COVID. For COVID talk. Yeah, that's a separate podcast. The watch talk. Yeah. This is the COVID talk podcast. That's right. Uh, so that's that. Did you do any gambling lately? Did you go to the horseshoe to catch the Omicrons? So we were supposed to go to horseshoe, as you know, on the seventeenth of December. But both of our kids were quite sick then with, as they call it in football terms, non-COVID illness, pretty much. I didn't so even know we, that was a thing. we ended up having to cancel it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, not, there's, the, not the football term. I didn't know that there was such a thing as non-COVID illness going uh, yeah. on. Oh, yeah. No, there's definitely some non-COVID illness that was going around in my house. And yeah. so we still kind of inquired with my in-laws or whatever if they wanted to take my sick children. And they were like, <laughs> absolutely not. So <laughs> No, thanks. We did not go to uh, the horseshoe. Oh, so you still haven't used your dinner? Yeah, because we couldn't go to the horseshoe and we were planning on it. But you, we'll you've do got it. a month. We'll do it next month. Yeah. Okay. Good. Hopefully. So it is New Year's Eve Eve right now as we record. Mm-hmm. We may may get this episode up before New Year's Eve 2022. Huh? Do you have any resolutions for the year related to gambling? It was, I feel for you, a, not a great gambling year. Uh, it was, it was pretty bad in terms of just, you know, win loss, certainly. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like the last, what, three, three years or so have been pretty bad. So, but. Yeah. I mean, with a long hiatus in there because you didn't go during. The peak uh, I'd of, like to have an average luck year. I think that would be good. Do you feel like you need to change anything about the way that you're gambling or the way you're going about it? I think I'd like to play slightly more table games than I'm playing now. And I think the last couple trips I've made, I've started moving in that direction and it's been better for me. So like try to cut back on video poker and like I have, I've played almost no slots in our last trip. So I've cut back on that. So more table games. Yeah. I want to, I really became a machine player almost exclusively. Yeah. You're basically an exclusive machine player in the last year, which is funny because certainly three or four years ago, Almost every trip I would come back and I would look and I would be, if not even on table games, very, very close and just way, way down on slots and, and video poker. Uh, unless I hit a royal. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so it's weird that I went that direction. I think part of that is that I've actually been going with less of a bankroll. And so just out of bankroll management, I've played more slots because my concern is, you know, you go to a craps table and you can lose 300 bucks in 15 minutes like like it's nothing and then that really damages your your bankroll for the entire trip if you're i mean for me with the way i'm like low rolling right now just and the reason that i that i went that direction i i decided i would rather gamble less and focus on non casino stuff except the weird end result is that i haven't gambled less i've just played more machines and so i so it hasn't worked the way i've wanted it to work so I do want to go back to playing things like Pygo Poker, Pygo Tiles, brush up on my Pygo Tiles skills, and sort of go go on the like trips this year with more of a plan of like, okay, I'm not just going to be a machine player. It's not as fun, you know, even if you and I are playing right next to each other at the same machine. Like, that's just not as fun as playing tiles next to each other, right? So that's kind of my goal. I don't know how well I'll follow up on it, but that's that's my main resolution, I would say. Is, how many times do you think we'll make it to Atlantic City in 2022? So how, how many times do we go in 2021? I think I went three times. I'd set the over-under at four and a half, I guess. It's pretty rare that we make five trips. I don't year. think there's any chance we go below four, though. Really? Right? Yeah, four sounds about right. So do you think it's more likely we do three than five? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. The so over the, well, yep, the reason- nope, 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 nope. You can't take it back. Over under set up four, five dollars. I have the over. You have the under. And if it's four, it's a push. Specifically for Atlantic City, though. And the reason I would say that oh. the three is more likely is what are the chances we end up at another gambling destination, whether well, that is. So I, I had a question written down on my super secret private oh. uh, sheet, and it was going to be to hassle you during this episode about you made me sign up to some calendar with like 10 people on it to yeah. put in weekends. So because you said we we're definitely going to Vegas in the spring. So you tell me what the odds are because you know about this. Yeah. So this calendar, this calendar was a brilliant idea of mine 
where everybody in our friend group who might go to Vegas puts in what weekend they can't possibly do. And that way we can really narrow it down and basically say, okay, let's pin it, pin down guy's trip to Vegas this weekend. And what that calendar has been used for instead is scheduling a trip with all of the families, wives, kids, etc., to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Indeed. So this is not, that was not the goal. I guess you would say it's a side benefit if you see it that way. <laughs> no comment. It is taking up another weekend that could have been used for Vegas. Just saying it is four day weekend for me. Well, for my kids. Yeah. I was really optimistic. I was like, May, it's happening. There's no reason for it not to happen. Yeah. All I know is you were talking to me about it a lot, like three months ago, and I've heard nothing about it in the last two months. So yeah. It seems, it just seems like we're, like it's pushing too close and we need so much advance notice for. I don't, I don't need very much advance notice. Certain just tell me people when, who are traveling. When it's going to happen. Yeah. And well, you can't get advance notice out of people now because of how unsettled everything is, I think. So. And that's the problem. That's where I, where I went from like very confident to very like not confident. What do you think? What are the odds that we end up in Vegas in 2022? I would have said over 50% like a month ago, and now I'd say well under 50%. I think the odds I make it to Vegas next year are maybe like 50-50. Okay. But there's some chance that I would go without you guys. So Yeah, you have other friends that gamble, which right, helps. Right, yeah. Like I have friends that live in the area or whatever that I could visit out there, certainly. So I think in the last episode of the year, or the first episode of the year of 2019, so before COVID started, mm. I said one of my resolutions was to make it to more non-AC gambling destinations. You went to Vegas that year, right? 2019? Uh, yes, you did. You went to, you went to Vegas. I went to Macau in 2019. Yeah, no, 2020. It was the, it was uh, the end of, yeah, started sure. so right before COVID. Okay. I was saying I wanted to go to uh, Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods, and that mm -hmm. obviously never happened because then three yeah. months later, COVID happened. If I were to go somewhere, sorry for cutting you off, but I think I would go to the, the Cherokee casinos in North Carolina if I was to make some some trip somewhere. I think it's the most likely place for me. Yeah, that sounds fun. It's the opposite. See, for me, like Mohegan and, and Foxwoods is not that far. So, mm. so it's, you know, the North Carolina is way further for me. I mean, they're both hella far for me. So yeah. And I think that out in the mountains of North Carolina is probably a lot prettier than Connecticut. That's true. No, no offense to our fans in Connecticut. <laughs> Uh, I had this, I, yeah, I was really into the idea of going up to Connecticut in 2020 before COVID. And now that COVID's happened and that I went this on this long break without going to AC, I'm sort of back to like, well, why would I go to that when I like AC so much and want to do all this stuff in AC? And it still to me feels like there's stuff in AC that I want to do non-gambling wise that I haven't really done. I have now renewed love for Golden Nugget. And just like, all I want to do is spend time at Golden Nugget and stay at Golden Nugget. <laughs> I got an email from Golden Nugget today, and it was very weird. It was like, uh, you burned two too. entries to the contest. And I was like, yes. sweet. When, uh, I was like, when did I ever even gamble at Nugget? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we did gamble at Golden Nugget. Uh, I also got an email from the Nugget, and so it inspired me to log in and check uh, my rates and everything, but I still have nothing from mm. them. No rates, no offers, nothing. I think so. they're they're very slow to update. But I did, inspired by our last trip to Golden Nugget, which the last episode titled Gallon of Scotch because you got Johnny Walker Black, yes. the, the most Johnny Walker Black ever <laughs> a gallon of it into a cup. Into my body. Bought a bottle of Johnny Walker Black to honor the occasion. The first bottle of scotch I've ever bought in my life, and we found out almost immediately that I overpaid. Thought I got a deal, yes. but no. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's it's, it's that's much a, cheaper than that. <laughs> it's a dirt cheap bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, you can, like, certainly I've seen Johnny Walker Black for, like, $50 in places, but that's, you know, not what you should be paying. Not that you paid that much, but no, yes. No, no. the price, the little price on the tag said 44 and there's, like, on sale yeah. for 33 and I was like, yes, what yeah. a deal. And I was like, I've bought this for 25 before, so. And then I immediately, like, within two seconds found it locally for 28 Yeah. If there's $5, you'll never get back. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's $5 I could use to pay you. When we make it to Atlantic City five times in twenty. Oh, that's true. We need to hold on. I hope I hope the people are ready for clicking. What's going on here? All right. I can talk while you click. Yes. So one thing that happens, you know, when COVID was just ravaging our family, it sounds bad to say that because you know people did have real consequences to COVID. 
my wife was very sick and I was dealing with kids. And she said at one point, you've earned a two-night Atlantic City trip. And it's like, I want a two-night Atlantic City trip. Will you remember this a month from now when I'm trying to book a two-night <laughs> Atlantic City trip? <laughs> I, I, I do have to say, like, so I have two weekends in February that are booked, one with you and one with my family. But other than that, I'm pretty free the next couple months, as far as I know. Except for the Vegas trip that we have tentatively planned. Mm, yes, of course. Except for that. The real thing that's that's holding up the Vegas is that I'm just not earning win gems fast enough in win slots. You need to get on that. I know. Wait, what, what were you typing for? What's going on here? I, I added our over over okay. number of times to AC to our gambling list, which Perfect. I've opened and I'm looking at right now for the first time ever. Let's see if uh, we can resolve any of these right now. Ooh, so Trump Plaza demolished. That has actually happened. You get one dollar. Yes, a dollar. Five dollars and over under of Card Rock making three hundred and seventy five million in twenty twenty two. What they make in twenty twenty one? Oh, they've so they've already made four hundred million in twenty twenty one. So that's an easy over, which means I will will should be winning five dollars, unless COVID two point happens or something. Which, you know, we are in the midst of COVID two point so. Ocean making two hundred and eighty million. That's actually about what they've made through eleven months this year. So that's a bit closer, but you should take that. We're the watching. at the Toll Brothers thing on the boardwalk that will never happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my goodness. I haven't heard anything about that that no. that uh whatever. Never. Little I get six there. I get six dollars if Valley's is closed. Valley's is not gonna be closed, unfortunately. So yeah. I will lose that bet. What do I get a dollar? You'll get four dollars. Uh <laughs> But, you know, that's that's before episode 200, so we've got time. Yeah, you have. Craig gets $6 if Showboat's no longer owned by Bart Bladstein. Kyle gets 3 if it is. I think Bart Bladstein will still own the Showboat at episode 200, but we'll see. So over, over a year away. Oh, wait. This one's resolved. Craig gets $5 if Resorts comes in last in gaming revenue in 2020. Kyle gets $5 if, Res- if Bally's comes in last. It was a push because Bally's got $200,000 more than Golden Nugget. So, uh, but resorts was way ahead of both of them. So mm. I was more right, but didn't win anything. My lack of faith in resorts. Oh. That's terrible. Craig gets $5. If hard rock comes in second place in gaming revenue in 2020. And they were in second by a huge margin behind first and ahead of third. So why did not... we think it would be anything else? I don't know. Uh, so in 2019, it was very, very close between, like Trop and Harris were right there. Yeah. Like not far behind them at all. So my faith in the Hard Rock brand, they built a guitar hotel in Florida and they're planning to build a guitar hotel on the Wait, Las Vegas Strip. Are, are yes, I I have you heard can't that. Beat it's very a guitar-shaped hotel. My son would love nothing more in the world than to see and stay in a guitar-shaped hotel. Mm. Isaac certainly when we went enjoyed the giant guitar outside of the Hard Rock. Yeah. In Atlantic City. And the final bet that we made at episode 100 is if the showboat water park is open by the end of 2022, okay. I get $10. But unfortunately, it will never open, so you will get a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. My favorite thing about these is the stakes are so low. Yes. Like, there's no, and, and they're always just canceling each other out. It's like, I win $5, you win $5. Like, there's just no money exchanging hands no, here ever. Pretty much not. I do still owe you a dinner. Yes. You, so, what's owed. I'm not going to do this on air because everyone's going to think it's boring. But other than the ones we just said were resolved, uh, you owe me a meal at Hard Rock. And then I owe you $5 because casinos did not close again before the end of 2020. Yes. All right. Sweet, sweet $5. But there's no reason to even pay that $5 because it's all going to get washed out by other stuff happening. Well, that was exciting. Before before we get to this, I have one question on my private sheet for you. Ooh, the private sheet. Let's hear it. So in 2021, like what was, and you can answer this how you like, though, depending on how you answer it, I may have a follow-up for you. So like what was the best thing you did in Atlantic City in, in 2021? The best like single thing I did in Atlantic City in 2021. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I did go with my wife, by the way. I went four times in 2021. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah so course. you went one more time than I did. Uh oh no! Did I go? You did right in January or something? Yes. So I think we went in the, the prime twice. of COVID times. Yeah, we went twice together, and you once without each other. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, the best thing I did in Atlantic City—it's all just sort of running together as like a lot of the non-casino 
running around we did. I'm trying to think which of that was my favorite thing that we did. It's tough. It's tough, man. I mean, obviously, going and, and playing at the Golden Nugget. <laughs> Getting a gallon of scotch. Getting a gallon of scotch at the Golden Nugget. That was you. <laughs> that would be your number one. Yes. Not necessarily my number one. Having a whiskey sour appear that you only semi-ordered. That was Dave's number one. Yes, that's true. Yeah, what was yours? I, I want to be, like, cheap and say it was all the, like, random bars we did, like Ducktown Tavern and Chelsea Pub and Inn. But I always hate it when people are, like, top five moments in such and such, and then they, like, group a bunch of things together. It's like, that's, you got to pick one, one thing. So do you, do you want me to go so you can you can stall for time a little more? I think Doherty's happy hour is the That's, individual highlight for me. So I, I was going to say, I, I think my number one is is Doherty's when we went. I think that was the best thing I did in 2021 that was kind of new and different for me. And the thing that I can probably recommend kind of the most highly to, to all of our listeners. Agreed. Yeah. And, and I will say, like, honorable mention, because we, we just went back last trip. The breakfast at Gilchrist is always just phenomenal. And if you haven't done it yet, you really owe it to yourself to go get some pancakes at Gilchrist. And it, it doesn't matter. I mean, the one in Gardner's Basin is is a bit better, but even the one in Tropicana, it's still very, very good. Pancakes taste totally the same to me. Yeah, oh, the pancakes are the same, but the, it's the ambiance, I think, in yeah. Gardner's Basin that makes it. I agree. Um, so this is now the actually best of 2021 episode. So uh-huh. I will label uh, it. Just one, label it one, one best of, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I think the uh, Doherty's Happy Hour was amazing. The food was great. The drinks were good. It And it's absolutely something I'd recommend to anyone. I think more specific to us and our sort of weirdness, like just hanging at Chelsea Pub and Inn was like so weirdly perfect uh, for, for that evening. That that the, was moment, really the moment that Caesar's dealer walked in yeah. and without saying a word, they just handed him a shot and a beer. Perfect. Perfection. Yes. Yeah. Chef's kiss. And it, and it does really make me want to do other stuff like that. Like make sure I pop into a dive bar every trip. Like I would be disappointed if I went on a trip and I didn't make it to something of that ilk. I mean, back bay I went to last trip, which is not really the same, but kind of at least sort of is a local place with some flavor to it. I will say, I, I think of all the places that we went kind of two trips ago when we went to a lot of places, I, I think my favorite was probably, other than Doherty's, of course, I really liked Vagabonds a lot. Oh, Vagabond was very, very good. Very good. Yeah, I want to go back to Vagabond. We should do that. Yeah. I mean, it's near nothing. That's the problem, but... Look at us just reminiscing about 2021 and how great it was if you ignore all the COVID. Is there anything that you think people should, uh, you, that was a bit overrated or you would recommend people not do? I can't think of anything that I just thought was not worth going to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you have, do you have anything in your mind? Or, or maybe is there something that like you've done it now and you don't think you're going to do it again? Maybe is a better way to put it. I don't think I necessarily need to go to Rife again. I thought it was fine, I did, but I don't he, think I need to trek out there again. Yeah, I think Rife was only okay. I mean, Rife was totally fine. I don't know if it's... It was a nice walk, I, I have to say, Like, but that's yeah. like a weird praise to give to a restaurant. <laughs> like, that's not really about the restaurant so much. It's funny you say that, though, because when I think of Rife, what I think of is actually the walk and sort of yeah. being taken aback by how nice that, that part, part of, of town is. Yeah, but... Yeah. It, uh, and it being a part of town that I hadn't been in before. And that was really the thing that stuck out to me about it. I mean, I, and nothing about it was bad. Like, nothing about the food was bad. No, I, it was I left totally thinking fine. it was very good. There's so many other places I want to try that I wouldn't make the trek back there, probably. For me, I, I also thought, like, in the in the thing that was, like, totally fine, but I don't know if it's worth the trek for me. Like, I thought Seed was totally fine, but I don't know if I need to rush back there or anything i don't know if it's a top 10 brewery in america or whatever like usa today claims seed has the advantage that you know just by being a brewery they bring out new beers mm-hmm. and that alone to me is like enough of a reason to check it out but you know i love little water and going and getting a drink at little water and yet i just rarely ever do it so mm-hmm. like if i'm not going to do that i can't see myself going to seed more often when I yeah. prefer a little water to seed. <laughs> well, I mean, you can go to both. There, that's true. Literally connected. I mean, it would be the like end of my day in terms of like anything resembling <laughs> sobriety. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me when it was the end of my day when we went to the uh, 
the Atlantic City Beer Festival at like yeah. 3 p.m. and we were walking back. You gotta do, you gotta do both those things, the sea and little water, and then go straight to something else we did on that trip, which was Angelo's Fairmount Tavern. Uh, that, that, that really did make it better, I think. So we didn't, we did that the night before. That needs to be right after mm-hmm. to soak up all that booze. Uh, well, and right after Angelo's, we did, we did Ducktown, so. Oh, that's true. Ducktown, Ducktown was good. I like Ducktown. Yeah, Ducktown was, it was, Surprisingly nice, I think. Yeah, it was not as divey as I was expecting. But I, I think the seed, it was like totally fine if you want to go to a brewery. Like it is, yeah. I'm sure, the best brewery in Atlantic City. <laughs> but is it like any better than any other brewery I've been to? Like I personally don't think so, but I'm also like notoriously whatever the opposite of snobby is. So <laughs> it does seem a little snobby, the seed. A little bit. I mean, just you could tell by the name, I think. That's true. A living whatever project. Living beer project, the seed. Yeah. So that's our look but, back. Yeah, no, nothing was bad. I also thought that Izakaya was perhaps a little overpriced for mm. for what it was. So I have to say, I loved our twenty one twenty one trips. No, uh, no, I think they were all really good. Except I didn't play enough table games. I mean, I think it's a little bit because I I think I remember after our first trip, I would I said that I didn't want to do such a long trip with only you again. But yeah, looking back on it, it was like that was a great time. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that I uh, bore you so much, Kyle. <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. There's a very little bit of news we have. So little. Ocean has a temporary bar called Jingle Bell Bar in the 1927 lounge space, which you will remember from formerly having a catwalk with the ladies ladies walking over it in scantily mm-hmm. clad outfits. It will probably be gone by the time this episode is posted. Well, maybe. I think its last day is January 1st. They posted some pictures of it. It's just Christmas lights everywhere. It's everything I love about things being decorated for Christmas. You know that I love the Irish pub and they're completely over the top Christmas decorations. Uh, biggest regret of 2021, not making it to the Irish pub. <laughs> People did say that the drinks were expensive and small. So I'll say that. However, as someone who is a snob when it comes to cocktails, when people say that the drinks are small, a lot of like classic prohibition area era cocktails are small drinks they're like five ounce four ounce pours so if you think that that's like a small drink and expensive that is possibly actually a very good cocktail if you're getting shafted on the alcohol content then okay i agree with you i had a five or six ounce pour of (laughs) scotch last time i went (laughs) more than that yeah i think it was an eight ounce cup so i think it was probably about a six ounce pour did you look at the pictures of the Jingle Bell Bar? I, I did not. I must admit. Do what? you want me to click this link? I and, guess. And give I mean, you live reaction? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, there are no pictures. There's only a YouTube video, no. which I don't want to watch. Okay. Looks terrible, though. I, I like this as an idea for Ocean, as something different for that space, because I feel like they've struggled with that space. And so I, I'd be interested to see if they do more of this. I have no idea what you do for, like, you know, spring spring fling <laughs> i don't know it's like it's like the borgata whatever it's called you know where all the plants are no oh the like i mean sorry not whatever the, yeah the bellagio atrium yeah. not borgata well borgata has has a little one too it does but no the bellagio atrium uh the conservatory that's what it's yes. called at the bellagio except just for booze but and much smaller i think that should be what they they aim for at ocean every season it just changes uh really over the top if I can get some animatronics, I'd be happy about that. You need to get some mechanical something in there. Yeah, I think you have to. And then uh, just change it every season. I think that would be a great idea. I'm sure they won't. I'm sure it'll just go entirely back to what it was before. But but not actually back to what it was before, because there will be no scantily clad women. Yeah, no, not before before. Like, very recently before the 1927 lounge. The other thing at Ocean, Serendipity 3 is coming in spring 2022. I don't know if you know anything about Serendipity 3. I've never heard of such a thing. When I lived in... It's a, it's a movie, right? When I lived in Manhattan. Uh, yeah, when I lived in New York City, it was like a big, big deal. Serendipity 3, they had frozen hot chocolate, and it was like a huge thing. Isn't that just like cho- chocolate ice cream? Eh, not quite. It's like a chocolate, <laughs> hot chocolate slurpee or something. So it's like a frappe. Yeah. Uh, so they opened one in Vegas. It had been in front of Caesars, I think. It was there for a while. It closed. And now they're going to open one at Ocean. It's going to close, right? It could do well. I don't know. It depends where they put it. From Ocean's Facebook, 
Serendipity 3, home of the world-famous frozen hot chocolate. I don't know why it needs three R's. Maybe that's actually what it is. We'll offer a -a one-of-a-kind dining experience, transporting guests into a fantasy world filled with great food and dream-sized desserts. So so what size exactly is a dream-sized dessert? I don't know. It's got to be at least as big as what's at the Sugar Factory at Hard Rock, I think. You can't be right, you know, two doors down from Hard Rock and then be serving smaller shit than the Sugar Factory. I'll, I'll make a prediction. Those are two places I will never go. Serendipity 3 or the Sugar Factory. This is, these are the type of places, like, I love touristy crap. You do, yes. Yeah, and this is, these are the type of places that I'm always in my head, like, I would love to go there. Like, just, yeah, like, the five-year-old kid in me really wants to go, and it just never happens. Like, I'm never going to Sugar Factory. I'm never going to this place. But I think it's neat. It's, like, a very different thing for Ocean. I'm glad that they're getting something new. I'd be very interested to see how it does. I think it's a better idea than Cereal Town, as much as it pains me to say. I don't know if it's going to be, like, life-changing or anything. Prince of Monica cereal. That's what they didn't have. That that's was true. Their, their big... that was, they had like Fruit Loops and Cookie Crisp and they had yeah, they, they deal should, with that. They should have hired me. They should have. That's pretty much yeah. the whole moral of the podcast is they should have hired us to consult. So while you're talking about whatever, what I was doing is thinking of more questions to ask you. So what casino do you think in 2022 are you most likely to not step foot in in Atlantic City? Bally's. So step foot in. You don't think you'll you'll step foot in Bally's. I, I would say if it's like stay the night at, it's like the obvious choice and like it's unimpeachably correct. But step foot in. Yeah, just by being on the boardwalk kind right, of. Right. It's like right location. in the middle. Right. Yeah, probably. I mean, I liked spending time at Golden Nugget, but probably Golden Nugget just in terms of, you mm-hmm. know, I'm probably not going to get comped rooms there. I'm not going to like go out of my way to go to Golden Nugget. So I don't know. I mean... I, I don't like either of those options, I think. Well, I do like one of them a little bit. I, I think the the two choices are probably, for me, either Bally's or Trop. Because if you don't end up staying at Trop, there's not really much of a reason to go down there, I don't think. Trop is very far from everything. It, it's quite far. I do get good rates at Trop now, though. So I feel like it makes it more likely that I'll end up there. That's true, especially if it's a boardwalk trip. Because you don't get good rates at Caesars, and Harris certainly is not on the boardwalk. Right. If you're going to be taking an Uber at the end of the night anyway, is Trop any different than Harris? frankly? And you'd just much rather be at Harris, right? I was just going to say that. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. Yeah, Trop is now so far from everything that I'm just not... I mean, I do like walking the boardwalk, so I'll say that. Like, if it's in the summer or the spring when the weather's going to be nice, mm. I would probably choose Trop pretty clearly just because i would walk it like i wouldn't take an uber mm-hmm. but certainly you know if it's going to be january february november december no i if i was given those two options i would pick harris and yeah and figure like it doesn't keep me from doing anything on the boardwalk to be at harris that you know so like say i want to go to orange loop and go to like the new pizza place on the orange loop it's not any easier to do that from tropicana than it is from harris And, like, here's the real tiebreaker for me personally when it comes to just gambling or whatever. When I think of, like, the inside of the park place, I'm like, yeah, that was a, that's a cool place. Like, I really enjoy spending time there or whatever. And when I think about the inside of TROP, I'm like, oh, that's not good. It's, it's really frustrating for me with TROP because I like, they've got good restaurants. So many other things. Yeah. I like, I, I liked Cuba Libre. I know that you had your, you know, can't bring your coffee. I've never been because I was (laughs) denied entry. I really like the quarter. There's, there's other things I like about Tropicana. But just like the gambling there, when I think of sitting down at a machine or a table there, I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm not sure that I, I think I feel that way more about Tropicana than I feel about any other casino in Atlantic City, which is crazy. Cause I like Tropicana. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, what casino do you think you're going to spend the most time in in 2021? I want to say Hard Rock. Hard Rock? I like it the yeah. most, but I don't get great rates there. I, in 2021, I think it was probably Ocean. Or 2022, if I said 2021. Right. Yeah, no, it was but probably I'm Ocean for you. In the, yeah, in 20, and, and I certainly don't like Ocean the best of, of any of the casinos. The rooms are nice. Yeah, they are. Uh, if they would clean them better, that would be a perk. I'm going to stick with Hard Rock, if only because my next trip is probably going to be Hard Rock, so it's kind of like cheating a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, having the Caesars comps makes weirdly makes Harrah's like 
significantly more likely than uh, I ever would have thought. Right? The thing with Caesar's comps is it kind of pushes you to the marina, right? Because yeah. Caesar's and Trop are so shitty. I don't love Ferris or anything, but I did like popping over to Golden Nugget. You can mm. walk from Pop Harris. over to the boardwalk. Yeah. You or can Borgata, walk from Harris to Borgata. Yeah. So, or you can just drive very quickly to Borgata. So I like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I see the benefits of being at a marina property more than I used to, I think. Yeah. So I, my guess would probably be Hard Rock and then maybe second Harris, which is a very big change, <laughs> obviously, yeah. since I hadn't been in Harris since 2017. What about you? What do you think your number one most likely? Probably resorts. Oh, I forgot about resorts. I don't get any deals there. I get seven day a week comps. Yeah. Like I had New Year's Eve comps this year. So like, I, it seems like I'm going to be comped 100% there. So yeah, if I had resorts comps, I would probably say resorts just because I like resorts a lot. And it's connected to Hard Rock. Like, it has so much going for it. We'll wait and see what happens. I have no idea what's going to happen with Gold Nugget. If I get a ton of comps there, too, that could be a Dark Horse pick, because I did really enjoy my time there last trip. And Ocean's always a possibility, too, just because, and again, it's the main thing is just, like, I get such good comps there. Yeah. So I kind of like thinking about this, where we're not just stuck in our same home base forever, where we're like, mm -hmm. okay, well, 2022, maybe we're just going to totally go off the rails, and it's going to be... Golden Nugget or Harris instead of it's, all this time possible. that we've spent. Because for so long, it was like Bally's, yeah, Bally's Caesars, and Caesars. And then period. it was Showboat, which was still, you know, it's still Caesars. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's nice to kind of have these this very different options. Um, I mean, even resorts, like it would be nice. I wish I got resorts comps, but maybe I should play something there other than full pay bonus poker. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Next can't, trip. Can't Next do trip. it. Can't do it. All right, let's get to November data quickly, and then maybe I'll have one or two more questions for you. So we have the results from November. Just to give you, I guess, the brief rundown, uh, November was a reasonably solid month, I guess. Uh, you know, way, way, way up on November of last year, which is not a huge surprise, but, you know, 41% up. It was down about $30 million from October of this year, which I think that's probably a pretty normal downturn in october though actually looking at past years a lot of times november is pretty even with october which is strange seeming to me well we want five day weekend in uh five weekend five day weekend five weekend month in october of 21 so yeah that's that's true that's true that's probably a lot of that actually so it's probably more like a 10 million a dollar month if you correct for that so yeah pretty pretty similar i think the big winner was Borgata at $48 million, and then Hard Rock at 37 and Ocean at 28 And then the last place was Resorts at 12 followed by Golden Nugget at, at basically 12 as well, 11-9, and Bally's at 11-1. So. I didn't think anything was, was really all that notable in this. I mean, Borgata, even though it was number one, had a pretty big drop from the last two months where they were raking in 60 million plus a year. So the dropping down to 48.3, uh, whereas hard rock and ocean were much more stable month, month over month. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it was just a lot of the same to me. I mean, it's a lot. I think it goes right along with what we've seen the last few months and it seems fine. Seems pretty good. So. I don't have too much to say about the data, actually. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a, another solid month. Like I said, these things tend to change slowly and the waves tend to, you know, last a little while. But this is just kind of a pretty solid month, it seems like to me. So, Do you think we'll see the effects of Omicron in December? Uh, I, I guess it's really been a big deal for like the past 10 days, more or less, where it's really front of mind. Because even like... The weekend you got infected, like, it was there, but I don't think it was yeah. impacting behavior too much. But certainly, like, Christmas and now at New Year's, like, it, it is, I think. So Yeah, I think the thing that would be really damaging is people are backing out of New, Year New Year's. And certainly, New, New York and New Jersey are, are two of the hardest of the yeah. states. So it's possible. It's possible you could see a pretty bad December and January, maybe. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I'm optimistic about short, uh, short disruption here. We'll hope for that at the very least. So before we, we close it up, Craig, I think I have one one more question. Or maybe not a question, but an implorement for you. Surely we can just do a one-night trip sometime soon. Soon? What is soon? Eh, before we go to beautiful Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh, that would be tough. 
Oh, come on, man. That's like five weeks away. Yeah. Six, six weeks. Seven weeks. Seven weeks away. Uh, I'm highly skeptical. What are you doing the next seven weekends? I mean, one of those weekends I should be in Atlantic City. <laughs> Fair. So if that, you go to Atlantic City without me, I think that's, that's acceptable. That's, that, that counts. Yeah, that should happen. Either one of the last two weeks of January, assuming everything else cooperates in terms of rescheduled Christmas and stuff. So I expect I will definitely be there before our Lancaster trip. Maybe I will just be there as well. Just happen to run into you a bunch of times. You'll be at Nugget though. We'll be at Hard Rock. So. That's that's fair. That's you, fair. We won't even see you. <laughs> just tell Megan like, yeah, meeting Craig at uh, yeah. Atlantic City. It's going to be great. Yeah. Me and Craig are going to Atlantic City. It's 100% true. It's accurate. Entirely yeah. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you disappoint me. Sorry. How can we get in five trips if we don't go in January or February? That's true. And what do you have to worry about? Literally nothing. Now. I know. I should be packing in as many trips as I can over the next 90 days or so. Yeah, before my, there's uh, like whatever is after Omicron Sigma or something. Yeah. Slicking all the slot machines. <laughs> sweet, sweet slot machine buttons. Delicious, delicious slots. So tasty. All right. Anyway, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so through our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for a win.com. Reach out to Craig on Twitter, do for a win or me at Kyle Askin, or send Craig a question to do for a win at gmail.com. And maybe we'll even read and possibly answer it poorly on air. Any poorly. Last words. What? Eh, who said that? I still have one email I haven't responded to. I feel bad about it. Is it one we should answer on air next time? No, it's not an on air question. Yeah, all right, all right, fine. Yeah. Sorry to that person. Yes, listeners, you all disappoint me though. No, not enough on air questions. Yeah. Boardwalk Empire. We actually watched it. Can Can you give me the Cliffs Cliffs notes? Sure. Uh, like these notes you have are too long. Give me Give me the Cliffs notes really quickly. The latest uh, Eli's kid who you know killed that guy by shooting to death. He pinned that on his roommate, poor nerdy roommate. Poor Clayton. Jimmy's mom is all drugged out and offering to suck everyone's dick either for heroin or to get Tommy, custody of Tommy. It's a little weird. She's in bad shape. The guy from Office Space seems like kind of into it, so. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Uh, so, uh, Eddie, Nucky's right-hand man, we saw him get pulled kind, in by, kind, by kind the of. FBI. And we didn't think he was going to give them much information, but he did crack because we find out that he left germany as a thief and with a mistress and then he comes and he gives them some basic information and then he goes home and kills himself so that was the end of eddie frank capone who for some reason we're supposed to care about gets shot literally one billion times and there was nothing about narcisse or florida which seemed like they were the big plots ah, of the season until now i i have to say having no narcisse was like a nice change because <laughs> narcisse gets on my nerves he's but, kind of annoying which is i think intentional so yes like that's Jim, his job sort of yeah no i think that guy's a good actor oh yeah no no I, he's like an interesting character but he's like also annoying he's like a bit too good at being his character or which something. is way more than you can say for jip who is like a super annoying character but and also not interesting at all most of the episode i think was well, i guess it was you know three ways one was eli and nucky one was eddie and then one was chicago yeah but Watching the Eddie stuff happen, the whole episode, I'm like, I don't, like, there's no outcome of this that could make any sense, I think, for Eddie's character or whatever, until he jumps out the window at the end. And then I'm like, okay, that actually, like, that seems right to me. So I was happy to, to see that. It was a somewhat satisfying conclusion to, I guess, that line. As soon as I saw him writing a note in German, I was like, he's killing himself. That's the end of that. No, I didn't. I didn't get it. I was too slow. For and that. then, and then he jumped out a window. I well, foolishly, I was thinking like nobody's died in this episode. I totally forgot about uh, Frank Capone as Just one, one does. Times. It, because I mean, you asked me offline, like, w did we even know who Frank Capone was? Before this? Yeah, like, was he in it? <laughs> well, he was in. He was in some episodes, but I don't think until this episode, like, I realized he was Al's brother, one of Al's brothers, since the other one was talking to Eddie or whatever. And yeah, it seems like they're really trying to set up, like, the Owls Brothers sort of dynamic mm -hmm. and r how they relate, I guess, to Mueller, but I don't right. see Cer that Certainly, so Al seems like a psychopath, and it seemed like Frank was, like, a, a decent person with decent ideas, unlike Al, who has no good ideas and is just a psychopath. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess presumably the end result here is going to be, like, you know, nobody has Al's, you know, is going to be telling Al to 
keep to his senses, and now he's just completely, right. completely going batshit insane. Well, what's his name is still still kicking around, right? He's not gone yet. The other that was old boss. No. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Johnny Torrio. Yes. Oh, wow. I actually pulled the name out. I can't believe it. We're so <laughs> used to talking in like, like I still don't know Eli's kid's name. I, can't, I don't know. They said it a hundred times. Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't I don't know, know either. I don't know. I don't have too much to add. Like, I didn't have that many thoughts about this episode or where this is going. It seemed like it's just setting up more. I feel like the show sort of like is everything happens in like the last two episodes of a season. And he killed himself. Yeah, I mean, it's big. Like, a main person, a person who's been in the show has to die every episode. Like, that certainly has to happen. But as far as, like, the main plots involving the main characters, like, it all comes together in the last two episodes, I feel like, every season. So, I don't know. I mean, I I did notice when Eddie got back to Nucky's after he gets interrogated, there's a sign that says Atlantic City real estate lots for sale. Yes, I in did the background. See that. I was just like, yeah, that's. What I, I want to get a beachfront property in Atlantic City. I know. I was very jealous. That's what I wanted. So that stuck out to me, but nothing else in the episode really when, did. When did Ducky move to like a move out of the Ritz or whatever? By the way, I they mentioned it, but I can't remember when. Huh. Yeah. Bummer. Didn't stick out to me. Well, anyway, thank you guys very much for listening i hope that you have and continue to have a healthy christmas and new year something like craig and, uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll talk to you guys very soon in 2022yyeah, I thought this was going to be like our shortest episode ever. No, it's like pretty, pretty long. It is. I think it was like an hour, right? Yes, it, it was, was. It was fine. There's probably some shit you could cut out, but I know you have like 12 kids at home or whatever, so you can do what you got to do. People want that extra long year-end episode. That's what they want. They're like, the only thing I wanted for Christmas is an extra long tube for a win. <laughs> yeah.